What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Mad Nucleus Podcast. I'm your host. You know who this is. This is your boy, Justin Felton, and thank you all for listening once again. And like I said before on every episode, make sure you sign up to Spotify and Anchor and click those follow and favorite buttons and sign up for free. All you need is your email, make up a password, and you're in there. All right, let's start this show. This is the week five preview of this week's matchups in the NFL. And I want to start with Thursday night's, uh, you know, game. This game was like I expected it to be. Not a lot of scoring, but enough to keep you intrigued. Early on, there were some mistakes made by both teams. In particular, Matt Stafford threw a pick in the back of the end zone instead of just throwing it away. Sometimes Stafford has too much confidence in his arm and, you know, he's a gunslinger and takes risks and stuff. And luckily that wasn't a costly mistake, but it did take points off the board. Uh, The Seahawks didn't do too much better as I suspected. Their, Their offense was struggling. They had a couple of drives where they put together you know, some nice drives, but they were struggling in the um, crucial moments of the game. And the highlight of this game was not the game itself, but the injury to Russell Wilson. Uh, they said he had a a sprain in his finger and he couldn't come out, come back and play in the second half. And that right there is alarming because he's a tough hombre. He's never really had any um, injuries. Maybe he's not tough, but he's durable and never had any injuries. But when he didn't come back in the second half, that's when you knew it was something worse than what they expected. And Geno Smith got in there and put together a little scoring drive. And, you know, they thought he was going to be, you know, the answer to Russell Wilson, which was not true. Geno Smith is not Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson had a, what they said, what was it, yesterday or the day before, that he had a fracture in his finger and it was going to keep him out for over a month. They said six to eight weeks. And you don't know if them six to the eight weeks that he's going to come back as himself again in this season. So, you know, you keep an eye on that, you know, and you really think that, the Seahawks is going to struggle because of it because Geno Smith is a glorified backup. They don't have a very good defense. Their running game is spotty. Their O-line isn't very good. You know, they just have a bunch of great receivers and that's it. That's what's going to keep them in games, but they're not going to win too much. And as I suspected, I suspected the Rams to win it 24 to 17. It turned out to be 26 to 17. All right. Next game is a game going on right now over in London. The Jets and the Falcons. Um, The NFL needs to do a better job of sending 
teams over to London. And what I mean is teams with winning records. In the past, what is it, five years or so, something, it was a stat that they had never, ever sent two teams at the same time with winning records overseas. This is how you want the Brits to view your product. Two bad teams playing over there in their biggest stadium. And that's how you want them to view your product. Two bad teams playing in our biggest stadium. Instead of putting the powerhouse teams or two good teams or good enough teams to put on a show, you send all the bad teams like the Jaguars, Jets, and the Falcons. You couldn't send anybody better. Do better, NFL. Do very much better. Because I could do better. You're paying people all this money to send teams overseas that aren't very good. You know, where is my paycheck? Cut me the check. I could do that. All right, next matchup. The Patriots at Texans. Now, who's going to win this game? I don't know. I have no idea. The Patriots look like they could be the better team, better coach. They might have the better quarterback this week, better defense, better all around. But they can't seem to get out of their own way. The Texans aren't very good. I mean, uh, when Tyrod Taylor was in there, he was going to keep them competitive. This quarterback they got in there, uh, Davis, whatever his name is, he got nice form, but he ain't got it yet. He's a glorified backup for the time being. You know, I don't expect him to pull off some miracles. You know, but I think both of these teams are going to struggle against each other with New England edging out the win. Um, I don't like to predict too many scores, but I think it's going to be a 23 to 20, 23 to 21 game, something like that. Next up, we got the Eagles and the Panthers. The Panthers got embarrassed last week. The Eagles is kind of feeling better about themselves because they could kind of keep up with the Chiefs who have a bad defense. But I think the Panthers are going to come away with the win at home against the Eagles. And I think Jalen Hurts will continue to play good, but I don't know if the Eagles will play good enough all game. But I got the Panthers winning this um, 20, um, no, 31 to 26. It'll be a hard fight game, though. Next up, Titans and Jaguars. This could go either way, believe it or not. As bad as the Jaguars have been, they've actually been better the last two weeks. They just need to learn how to close out games and win. This young team is inexperienced, but they're fighting hard. I will give them that. They're fighting hard. And they're playing at home, which they seem to play tougher at anyway against division rivals, the Titans. The Titans are kind of one of them teams you can't really figure out because they're, they're so up and down. They're not very consistent. But I'm going to tell you, if Derrick Henry goes off today, it's going to be a long afternoon for the Jaguars. If not, it's going to be Tannehill airing it out 35, 40 times a game. You know, and that's not how they're built. Mike Vrabel is old school. He's like Riverboat Ron. He doesn't want to win no game 41 to 38. He doesn't want to win them type of games. But I don't think that many points will be scored in this game. Um, I got this game. Um, I got this uh, 27 to 24 game. Yeah. Next up, the Packers and Bengals. Woo, this is going to be a good one. Both quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, 
first ballot future Hall of Famer versus the up and coming young stud in Joe Burrow, who is a guaranteed future superstar because he is keeping his teams competitive. They are playing in Cincinnati today, and this is going to be a good one. I expect a lot of scoring in this game, but I think uh, the Packers' defense is a little bit better. The better defense will make the plays. Um, There's going to be some points scored in this game. This will be a 34-30 um, to 30 game, 34-31 to 31 game, Packers. The Bears at Raiders. This is a classic example of speed versus power, a rookie quarterback starting, and a veteran quarterback who stat pads but can't win a big game. But this ain't considered really a big game. And they're playing at home in Las Vegas. I'm going with the veteran um, quarterback and Derek Carr. In an in a edge-out win because I don't trust their secondary. Their, their back end of the defense is just terrible. But I don't know if Justin Fields is good enough to exploit it just yet. But let's just say if it's close throughout this game, this will be very interesting. You know, can the Bears protect Justin Fields because Max Crosby is good? Will Justin Fields be able to improvise and make plays with his feet? Where Derek Carr actually proved that he's among the elite against a very good defense. I have this being a 28-21 game. Raiders. Next up is the Giants at the Cowboys. Cowboys been red hot. Giants last week played mistake-free football and got the win. I think the Cowboys are feeling themselves and they feel they can beat anybody and any given Sunday. Also, but they've always had trouble with the Giants. The Giants, if they play mistake-free football, they can win it. Don't know if they will. Cowboys playing at home. It really doesn't matter with these two teams, but it's hard to say with Danny Dimes. I might I got this this being one of them fluky wins for uh the Cowboys. Um, 21 to 19 Cowboys hope I'm wrong about the Raiders and Cowboys next up Lions and Vikings this could go either way but again the Lions are one of them teams like the Jaguars that can't get out of their own way and I keep saying that but they're gonna they're gonna fight hard in this game they will they, they always play the Vikings tough. It's a division rival. The Vikings can score, though. Kirk Cousins has played similar to an MVP level. But we've seen the Kirk Cousins show too many times each and every year. He starts off hot, then makes a mistake, seems to go cold, or he'll, he'll seesaw. But I don't think the Lions have enough to exploit it. However, if they keep it close, they might just win it. They might just win it, but I think the Vikings got this. I think the Vikings got this 30 to 27. Next up, Saints at WFTs. WFTs are playing up there at FedEx Field, that garbage field they let go so badly. As anybody who was at the Niners game two years ago, they'll tell you. 
The Saints are not that good, but they've gotten some surprise wins so far. Um, Jameis Winston is inconsistent. And, of course, they're going to use the two-quarterback system with Taysom Hill. And, yeah, they'll put up a little bit of points. Uh, the WFT's defense is not very good. They're overrated. And Riverboat Ron, like I said last week, told the media that he wanted a game manager in Taylor Heineke. And what did I tell you about what a game manager was? And let me explain something else. If you're going to have a game manager at the helm, that's all fine and dandy. But here's what has to work in order for your guy to be a good game manager and for you to win. Your defense has to be on point. Stout. They don't have, they don't, that means they don't give up very many points and they get turnovers for the offense. The WFTs have not done that. Two, your running game has to be on point. You know, 130, 40, 50 yards a week off of 25 and 30 carries. They don't have that. Their, very, their, their running game is not very good. But yet, Riverboat Ron still wants to have a game manager. Not a playmaker when they need it when all else fails. That should tell you that he's so old school. He wants to win everything 16 to 13, a bunch of low scoring games. You're not going to get that with the Redskins this year. You're going to have to score some points. You got weapons on offense, but you they're not putting it together. But I still have them winning this a, a mid-scoring game, 28 to 21, 28 to 20. Dolphins at Buccaneers. Dolphins can't get out of their own way. The only thing that's going to go their way is if they can exploit the secondary of the Bucs, which has not been very good, but I don't think they have enough. Though I think Jacoby Brissett will play pretty good, but it won't be good enough to beat Brady and the Bucs. I got um, the Bucs winning it 34-24. to Broncos at Steelers. Who's going to win this game? I really don't know. I really don't know. Big Ben has looked awful. He has been atrocious. They playing at home, which is, I guess, when you play at home, you know, home is where the heart is. The Broncos uh, got exposed because they beat teams when they were on that, what is it, 3-0? They beat teams a combined 0 for 9. But I want to root for Fangio because that's my boy. But I don't think they're winning this game. This is going to be a low-scoring affair. 20 to 16. 20 to 16. Pittsburgh. Browns at Chargers. Man, now this is going to be the game of the week. This is a classic game of speed versus power. Speed versus power where you have the Browns with the power team. They have a pass rush that slow you down. They punch you in the mouth. You know, they have a running game with Chubb. Baker Mayfield hasn't been playing well, though, and he has a torn labrum in his shoulder, his non-throwing shoulder at that. But he needs to play better. They got all the tools to slow down this, this charges uh, high-powered offense 
who have a bunch of trees at receiver and tight end. They have guys as tall as 6'8", folks. They have a basketball team, like they've been saying on NFL Network. Their, their shortest receiver is like 6'3". They have a bunch of red zone targets, and they can, and you know Justin Herbert can fling it up the field. They can score in no time. If early on this game is sluggish, it's in the Browns' favor. If early on the Chargers get an early jump, let's say 10-0, 13-0, somewhere around there, Chargers win it. I have the Chargers pulling this off slightly by a point. I have the Chargers winning this um, 31-30. I don't know if uh, Baker Mayfield is going to play well enough. I mean, against Justin Herbert, he's going to have to bring his A game. Next up, the 49ers at the Cardinals. Trey Lance gets his first start today. I think Trey will play well. Problem is, our tight end has went on the IR thanks to Jimmy's high throwing. You know, again, same type of you know injury that kept him out. This time it was a calf and not a knee. He got put on the IR. This is going to be a game where we're going to have to run it well. And the flip side bright side is we have one of our running backs returning in the starting lineup today as far as I know and Elijah Mitchell the other rookie Trey Sermon ran it well last week Elijah Mitchell if he's you know if he gets his reps he he should run it well because Arizona's defense is susceptible to the run that would keep Kyler Murray on the bench but our secondary has to step up, and we do get a boost with Norman back, but I don't know if he's 100%, but by all means, he went, he did well in practice this week. Trey Lance might surprise some people, and might he might just fling it and do well. I don't know. Um, and also, I feel this may be a trap game because um, the Cardinals are feeling themselves. They're on cloud nine. The, the Niners are trying to find themselves and struggle. But uh, I think this will be a close game because it's a division rival and we always play them tough. They play us tough. Um, this could go either way. Hate picking against my boys. I'm going to go 26 to 24. Possibly Cardinals. But if my boys win, I'll take that. Sunday night, we got the Bills at Chiefs, man. This could be either a shootout or an ugly game. If it's an ugly game, it's going to go to the Bills. If it's a shootout, it's going to go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense isn't very good. They haven't stopped the nosebleed all season. The Bills have the, um, the best scoring defense. But problem is their defense didn't really play a good offense. And they're playing a good offense in the Chiefs. And they're playing at Arrowhead, which is extremely tough to beat them at. Um, Patrick Mahomes' O-line is just terrible. It's not very good this year. The Bills have the personnel to make Patrick Mahomes feel uncomfortable. But that being said, Mahomes always seems to find a way. He covers the flaws of the team. This will be probably a high-scoring affair. 
from about 38 to 33 Chiefs. Monday Night Football, Colts at Ravens. I got the Ravens winning this. Lamar Jackson probably will have a sigh of relief of not running so much. Um, the Colts, Carson Wentz, when he's in there, he plays well, but I still don't think they have enough. Uh, they got their first win last week against Miami, but I think the Ravens take this. Um, I think the Ravens get this 28 to 20. 28 to 28 to 17, somewhere around there. I mean, have we gotten everything? This concludes everything. And thank you all for listening to the Mad Nucleus podcast. And like I said, sign up to Anchor and Spotify. They're free of charge. All you need is your email and a password and you're in there. Until next time, peace out.